All right, all right. Welcome to another episode of House of Pride Radio. I'll give you a good reason. My co-host right now is James Driver. Welcome, James. Good evening to you. Good evening to you. Welcome back. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, baby. I'm going about rife. Now, folks listening to us, this is another episode of House of Pride Radio Live from San Francisco. Co-host today is James Driver, uh, and he is all the way over from Oakland. He is the uh, Oakland LGBT... Uh, um, Q uh, events chairman and and that's a new center over there in Oakland isn't it? Yeah we're brand new uh, we just started last year uh, we've been up and running for about 8 months now almost 8 months. How's it going? Fantastic you know the, the, the neighborhood has really embraced us Oakland's been waiting for this for a long time uh, one of the things that was uh, that perpetuated this was the fact that a lot of us get on the we get on the BART and we come all the way over to San Francisco and we work in Oakland and we live in Oakland and there was a call for it and we have a big beautiful tr- we have a big beautiful community where we're the home of the oldest gay bar in the Bay Area the White Horse yes that's one and there's a lot of history old horse. that is an old dead horse and we're just gonna keep beating it and riding that motherfucker until it <laughs> until it lives again how, how how old is that horse Oh God! It's almost a hundred. It's almost a hundred, almost. The building itself, but I mean, the club has been around. Whoa, Nelly! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been. It's been. Uh, it's been operating since the fifties. It's since the fifties. I love it. A, yeah, it's a, one of those old slice of history. It's one of those old doors where you used to knock on it. And, you know, somebody behind the door would be like, "What are you here for?" Yeah. Well, now, folks, uh, if you're looking for something to do in Oakland, we've got the LGBTQ. Uh, center. Uh, what's go? What's uh, give me? Give us like kind of a general rundown. We'll get into a little bit later of what's going on over there. Well, we're a true inclusive center. Uh, we we we've covered a lot of ground. We have, we're really in touch with the community right now, uh, doing a lot of outreach, especially oh, to the LGBT community, especially with the trans community. That's one of the things that uh, uh, was really a revelation to me is that we actually have some things that weren't being offered that weren't traditional. Like um, we had a transgendered clothing swap. Fabulous. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the things that, that didn't come up. That was one of the things that uh, that nobody really thinks about. You like when you transition, you know, some of us are size fourteen, and you know, when I get in out of drag, you know, it's hard to find me some fourteens. You know, and uh, there might be somebody that's transitioning from M to F, and somebody going from to F to M, and you know, they might want that dress, or they might want that sarong, or they might want those sandals, and they can't find it in the store. And you know how hard it is sometimes when you go into the stores, especially in my case. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, and you, you go up to the big bone. I'm 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 a healthy girl. I'm a healthy. That's right. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Plus size model. <laughs> all right, all right. You're listening to the House of Pride Radio. Hold that thought, James. All right, all right. James, I need to solicit your help, man. Are you down? I'm always down. All right, well, we're starting a new uh, segment here at House of Pride Radio called I'm Gonna Make You Love Me. All right? And Sounds you, like day to you, you have been sele- selected to be our uh, judge, along with myself. Now, I need one more judge, and I noticed there's a bunch of folks in the green room by show of hands. Uh, sir, can you come on in here, please? <laughs> and who's this wonderful gentleman right here? Oh, oh wow, trade, trade. Have a seat, sir. What is your name? You sit right next to me. Let I'm me. gonna make you love me. <laughs> James has alternative motives. All right. Always. What is your name, sir? My name is Joshua Florida. Mr. Florida, welcome uh, to San Francisco. Thank you very much. Uh, you have been se- selected to be a the third 
judge in our new segment entitled I'm Going to Make You Love Me, which is a talent contest right here at House of Pride Radio. Yes, I'm going to make you love me. What we're going to do is score our two contestants on a scale of one to five in the middle of these red hearts. That's right. We're each going to write a number of what we think they deserve today. We have two contestants, actually our first ever contestants for I'm going to make uh, you love me. So folks, in our green room, I see that there's uh, some fans in the audience. Welcome, everyone. We need your round of applause as we introduce our two contestants. Uh, Tanya Gilcho, Welcome. And she goes by the name True Blue. Let's have a nice round of applause for True Blue. (laughs) Well, folks, we're going to get things off now. Uh, uh, They're both singing, so super excited about that. Ladies, welcome. Uh, So let's bring to the stage for the first round of I'm Going to Make You Love Me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to present our talent, Tanya Gilto, to the stage. Are you ready, Tanya? Can you hear me, Tanya? <laughs> Take the mic, girl. <laughs> it's all you. Remember, you're, you're competing in front of a live audience. All right. <laughs> no pressure. What is the name of your song today? Oh, let me turn your mic on. Hold on, girl. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. It's called uh, Up. It's called Up. Uh, uh, uh. And uh, what's the dream? Huh? What dream? Y'all didn't tell me. <laughs> Why are you up on the stage today? Oh, oh, oh I'm doing the um, uh, freestyle. Freestyle, I love it. All right, let's have a nice round of applause once again for Tanya Gilto. Hey. Are you ready? Everyone ready? Here we go. Walking to the stage, it's down and I'm getting paid I got a couple bands, yeah, you know I'm never late I be on class on time, but I'm late at the same time Wait, do it even got a rhyme? It's down and you see me, you adding me on snap You see me, I snap and you DM, I hit you right back They don't know what I do, I wear a red suit But I ain't a blood, but every time I talk I say blood too Hey, I'm from the point, we in the joint You already know I hit the bike, the scooter on the coin Oh, I'm on a plane to Miami, I booked the flight last night I got a couple bands, yeah Nah, I ain't got it, I'm broke I be on the bus, though I be on the T-train, the bar, in the cut roads I go through the bike, I get a bike, I'm on a pay Cause you see I'm over here struggling I'm trying to get ahead, but I'm Say I got bands, cause I really got big dreams You can see me, man, I don't even need a big team All I need is my girls and maybe a dude on the side, hey I ain't gon' sing you a lullaby Hit me once, hit me twice, hit me three times I'ma hit you with a voicemail cause I ain't got time If it ain't talking money, what you talking about? I got dreams and I'm really tryna walk it out Hey, what they call you? They call me Donna G Why they call you? Cause I'm tryna get grants up on the seat I'm on a short Aaliyah She told me how to rock the boat Now I'm going over there and I'm hitting three strokes One, two, three, I gotta breathe Yeah, I'm tryna inhale They can see me, see I'm just not trying to fail Hey. 
Stark Hill snails, not players. I'm over here moving like I am the Raider. Raider blue and white, no it's black and white. Blue is the team for warriors. And I'm over here chasing my dream. Yo, King, what they say? He said, I got a dream. So I'm moving, but I'm feeling like Malcolm e. Hey, and I ain't playing no more. When I said I'm coming to the top, I came for show. And I'ma show up. Rather later on time, just know when you feel my presence, I'm coming every time, and it's Donna, and I ain't going nowhere. I'm right here, you can see me right here. Open your eyes if you really can't see. Hey, Peter Pan, we living in our dreams, yo, and that's Donna, that's all I got. I keep it hot, but I don't smoke rock. All right, all right, let's get a nice that's round of applause it. for our first contestant, Danya Gilto. Damn, that was good. What did you think, James? That was hot. That was hot. <laughs> this is going to be a tough one. All right. Did, uh, ju- are you guys ready for your score? All right. We have to hold, we have to hold up the, the score to the windows. You guys ready at the count of three? One, two, three. I, what did, I gave you a five. Okay. Okay. Three, six, and This is a five. Okay, that's cool. Six. All right. What did you give out? Oh, you got a six. Even if it goes, it goes up to uh, five, you got an extra point. So what is that in total, James? You do uh, the scoring. Four. You got a four and a six. That's so ten. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen points. All right. Let's get a round of applause. Very good. That's excellent. All right, bring it to the stage now. She goes by the name True Blue to the stage. It is your time to shine. <laughs> Are you nervous, Trill? Yes, I am. <laughs> Tell us about the song you're doing today. Well, this song is about a confusing person. It's called State of Confusion. I think the whole population is motherfucking confusing. You ask me. So I'm just going to keep it real, and I'm just going to, you know, do what I do. Just do what you do. I'm going to try. I love it. All right. I hope that's all the way up. So Go on, then. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are ready. Here we go. I never thought in a million years I feel this way. State of confusion.
All right, all right. Let's get a nice round of applause for True Blue working it out. This is going to be a tough one, judges. Let me know when you're ready. Thank you, True Blue. That was awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to House of Pride Radio. You're listening to I'm Going to Make You Love Me, our first uh, talent contest right here at House of Pride Radio. Uh, we'll be right back with the score. All the things to you a girl wants a man to do, oh baby. All right, folks, we're going to hold up our score for the second round. And we you, a five, another five, and a four oh, for a total of 14 points. All right, James, you're my co-host, group one. I'm going to shower you. There we go. Blue. Blue, you win, girl. Congratulations. You may ask, what is the prize? Well, there isn't any. But there is this uh, collective. This is this dance CD that we're, I'm going to give to James to give to you, if you don't mind. Uh, that's featuring Ricky Six's mixes from uh, Tennessee. He's got a lot of dance mixes on there. You can dance the whole night away. Congratulations, True Blue. Can we get another round of applause for our winner, please? <laughs> Folks, that was our first episode of I'm Going to Make You Love Me. Coming up, we're going to be talking about events at the Oakland LGBTQ Community Center with James Dry. We got James, uh, we got uh, John LePage in the green room. Hey, John, our DJ producer, remixer, coming in, talking about his new project. We'll be right back after this musical break. With love and affection, look at us coming in Radio right here with our winner, True Blue. True Blue, how does it feel to, to be a winner of the first official No Prize I'm Gonna Make You Love You, con- Love Me contest? You're a stitch in time. It's a good feeling when you win anything. It's a beautiful thing. Well, thank you for being a good sport. And good job. Both of you were awesome. I was so impressed. Yeah, I was, I was really taken back. Your, your girl there, she she got she got real good flow. She got good real flow. She yeah, got that good flow. Got some good flow. Well, let's uh, introduce your wife. Uh, this is my wife. Her name is Sherry Ridley. Hey, bring that mic close to you, uh, True Blue. Bring that mic closer to your mouth there. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Right. It actually moves. Just drag it to your yeah. All right. She, no. Oh, you see, you know I'm new at this. Uh, Sherry, did you say or LG? Uh, 
LJ. LJ, welcome. How are you LJ. today? I am blessed and highly favored today. So, I'm curious, you mind asking me, how long have you guys been married? It's going to be four years on the 18th well, that's this a blessing. month. That's super blessed. That is, yeah, you but know. we've been together for seven years. Let me. We're just it. not counting those times. We that's just, yeah, it. that's right. Yeah, we just, you know, but I got to put that, it that's out. That's <laughs> You got longevity. Yeah, it was the dry run. That part. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, I just found this out. You, um, LJ, you're also a performer. I am. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I've been performing for years. I actually used to be a nightclub act in Tennessee, Nashville. Tennessee. Oh, right. Yeah. Hey, what was the act called? Can, can you elaborate? It was LJ's Finest. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. Yeah, so am yeah. I. Well, my stage name is Lovely Jones. All right. All right. All right, Miss so, Jones. Come on, yes. Miss Jones. That's why yes. I love a Lovely Jones. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> we got the yeah, thing so going I on. I had an opportunity yeah. to be in the, in the business, but I passed that opportunity up and just gave it and just, uh, you know, did my best in nightclub performancing. What was your claim? What was your talent? I am a rhythm and jazz singer. All right, and I can hear the like the deep tones in your yes. voice. I'm loving it. Yes, I'm um, Erica Badu, Jill Scott type. Can you pull off some Etta James? Um, Etta yeah. is not one of my favorite, but if you had said Phyllis Hyman, I probably could have done something for you. Oh, what was that big hit she had be before she passed? Uh, old friend. It was on the R and B charts. Old friend. Girl. Yeah, old friend. Really? Y'all yeah. put me on the spot. Like it? <laughs> Just wing it. You should have been in Oh, friend. It didn't take long. It's so nice to feel you hold me again. No, it doesn't matter where you have been. My heart welcomes you back home again. All right. Magic. <laughs> she should have been the third contestant, True Blue. I know. I her. <laughs> All right, next time. Every guest that walks into the uh, to the, the room here has to sing something. Okay? Really? Yeah, John, yeah. I and Jim. <laughs> They're coming in next. Hunky okay. Jesus. I love the way, actually, a photo of Jesus was photobombing you the whole time. This right, is right. <laughs> That's my man. You're just looking over your shoulder. Yeah, Blessings just looking out for you. Yeah, just, you know. Right? All that glitter. Just letting you know that I'm there. That's right. <laughs> At all times. I'm At always watching. Time. So, LJ, did you know that the community center is open in Oakland for LGBTQ? I did not. James, tell us a little bit about it's it. It's phenomenal. Uh, we're located on... Uh, we're located on three, uh, 3207 Lakeshore Avenue. Okay. Uh, just opened up not too long ago. Uh, uh, we're right above the T-Mobile building, which is wow, uh, which is kind of a thing. Because a lot of people go in, they're going in for a cell phone and they see all the flags above us and they come in to try to stop and stare. And uh, it's it's really, really, it's, it's really kind of a, uh, it's really kind of an experience actually, sure. because where we're sitting, we have a panoramic view of the whole of Oakland. Wow. Great. And uh, we couldn't ask for more. Our, our, our uh, the men that helped open it, Joe Joe Hawkins and Jeff Myers, okay. are probably two of the most proactive guys in the community. They, uh, they were uh, Joe Hawkins actually was one of the first guys to open up Oakland Pride in Oakland. Yes, and. Uh, we're right now working on some more projects in the in the summer. We're going to be having some outdoor barbecues in the, in the in the real near future. So it won't be hard be to find. Awesome. No, no, no. Location, well, we're going to get into your right? upcoming events for this season in a little bit. Um, right now, can you tell us uh, where folks can go to uh, follow the the new center? Is there a website? Yes, uh, OaklandLGBTQCenter.org. 
oaklandlgbtqcenter.org. Underneath that will be a, a browser, and it will have all of our all of our current events listed in front. So it's right. pretty much, you know, even for a guy like me that's not internet savvy, it's right in front of you. It's real plain, and you uh, easy to navigate. Easy to navigate. Great, great, great. And uh, uh, yeah, what's well, an awesome thing that the money was raised to build such a place for right. the community, and yes. it keeps yeah. coming in. People yeah. have been dropping money. Uh, Beautiful. We'll talk in a bit about uh, our, our night events right now. We have a popular drag show called Ain't Mama's Drag hosted yeah, right. by Cruising Deluge. You by Cruising Deluge. James, hold that I thought. Am a fag hag. I, I want to thank our ladies for coming in today and um, singing for us but, and welcome. turning it out. Good thank job. You. I'm really, really impressed. You guys come back again? Oh, I will. Definitely. I would love to come back again. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's have a nice round of applause for the ladies. Thank you so much. We'll be back with John Lepage. Jim Provenzale, I'm sorry for I'm not pronouncing that name correct. Jim Provenzale, come on in, folks. We'll be right back. More House of Pride Radio. See you. 
Pride Radio, folks. This is uh, really a show that's rock and rolling today. Thank you, uh, Lakeside, for your classic hit. Fantastic voice. We are on a good voyage. I've got John Lepage with us. Hello, John. Hey, Michael. How are you? Doing good. Great to have you here. Uh, we got Jim Provenzano. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Nice to ha- see you and have you back. Thanks for having me back. And we have, of course, my um, co-host, James Driver. You hanging in there okay? I'm hanging. How how low are you hanging there? Pretty low. Awesome. But the, and, but the tights are tight. <laughs> and last but not least, we have the 2018 Mr. Hunky Jesus contest winner, Rolando. Welcome. Hi, Michael. <laughs> Can you feel the love, everyone? All right. <laughs> what did you win? He has come, our son. Tell us about how it feels to be the uh, Mr. Hunky Jesus 2018 winner. Should I be more excited than I am right now? Well, yes. Actually, come close to the microphone. Hi, can you hear me now? Yes. Perfect. Uh, well, I'm not sure because I was kind of pressured by my friend Jeanette to participate on this uh, Hunky Jesus contest. I didn't have any idea what I was getting into. Uh, I just arrived here from Puerto Rico on October 17, 2017, mm-hmm. and everything seems new to me, so I just decided to participate on it and make it a political statement. How long did you prepare for the contest? Two weeks. Oh my god, so you did put some thought into it. Yeah, I just had to order some things on Amazon to be ready for it. What did you order? Uh, the tank top. Um, and also the nasty pants so you know <laughs> and I think you called yourself something uh, what do you mean you, you, you had a gimmick it was the uh, the gimmick uh, well uh, I decided to make it a political statement by playing the Port- Port- Puerto Rican refugee Jesus because you know the media is actually not covering anything that is happening after the hurricane in Puerto Rico and I just decided to make it a political statement and what better way to throw paper towels at people on their faces <laughs> yeah so he had I'm gonna say like two dozen rolls of paper towels throwing into the audience to this song <laughs> So it was quite a festive, festive event, uh, and you took home the pro- the grand prize. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, some one of my friends caught one of the lucky rolls, and it had your uh, website on it. Can you tell us about it? You, he, uh, you're Rolando's actually an artist, folks. Uh, yes, I'm an artist from Puerto Rico. Uh, I'm represented by San Patricio Art Center there. Um, Right now, my galleries told me that I just shouldn't come back to the island because the whole market crashed. Uh, Included in the paper towels, I don't know if your friend noticed that there was a whole list message that just said everything that the United States has helped us not gain as a community. You know, there has been, we have been a colony of the United States since 1899, and we have been exploited as it is, you know, as a colony. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm just gonna. I was about to play Jesus Christ Superstar again, but I'm not going to. Um, 
Uh, yes, Jim. Jim, how do you feel about that? You're you're an, an author and a writer and politically um, inclined. I think it's great that people turn performance into political statements. It's very important right now that everyone, every artist, speak out and not uh, worry about censorship and say what they're thinking. And to do it the way you did was, you know, uh, multi-level. Yeah, you expressed in like a phys- physicality what a lot of people were feeling in, in general. And I think that's why you connected so well and it, it, the audience exploded in like acceptance and joy. And Real good comedy, <laughs> real good comedy tells truth. And if there's truth on top of it, then the people will agree on a, even on a subconscious level that yeah, that makes sense. And uh, I think that moment, we had two refugeeses, I think. We had, uh, we not just had a Puerto Rican refugeeses, but we also had a, what, a Mexican refugeeses? No, he was Middle Eastern refugee. Yes. Middle Eastern refugees. I think he was one of the top fin- finalists. Yeah, he got a hearty su- support as well. So not only timely, but, you know, it tells truth and, you know. You were we, there, weren't you, James? Yeah, I was there. I was in the crowd. You know, when, uh, when um, feeling the vibe. What was your, you know, initial feeling when you saw? Um, Brilliant! It was that, and it was the Virgin Mary, a lady that was dressed up in a Dixie cup. <laughs> oh, the Virgin yes. Mary. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking Bloody Mary, but it ended up becoming the Virgin Mary. So even better, extra points. Yes. Jim, were you there? No, I was in Petaluma that weekend. Yes. Um. Well. I think, uh, according to Jimmy Strano, who's one of the facilitators of the event, they had um, uh, about 4,000 people showed up to Golden Gate Park for the event. It's really grown since they moved it to Hellman Hollow, away from Dolores Park, which people first thought was, and I've been to dozens, at least 20, and it's more convenient there, but it's really beautiful, and I think they've really made a home there, which is amazing. Yes, I I agree. The energy there is real positive, uh, and it's it's a nice space there. You know, more space to to really do their thing and let. I mean, there is room for more people. What were you in the front, James? Where you positioned? I was cruising around. Uh, I, I started off in the front row because I had a lot of friends that were working it. Uh, one of my favorite was uh, Marijuana, uh, one of the sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Yes, we know the Marijuana grand clowns well. <laughs> that they are, and uh, I always pat on some backs and go check in with the girls. Another one was Princess. It was Queen Dilly Dally. Which I love. I love hanging out with her. Yes, it was quite an event. It, it, you know what? It always attracts the best kinds of people, these events. Yes. John, where were you doing Sunday? John Lepage. Um, were you? I didn't, I didn't go. I didn't see the, I didn't see the contest. Have you ever been to uh, Easter with the Sisters in the Park? I have not. N- not your cup it. of tea, per se. Not really, yeah. no, This is my, was my first. Um, They had me DJ and I was very uh, happy to do it. It was a great event with a lot of talent and uh, for a good cause. Not officially a fundraiser, but I I do think they passed the hat if I'm not wrong. about. Or the Easter bonnet. Yes. Or the bucket. Oh, wait, they had an Easter bonnet contest. Contest, Yeah. And oh my God, some of those bonnets were amazing. Uh, And uh, I just love it. So this was the 39th year. Next year is the big 40th anniversary for Easter in the Park with the Sisters. So everyone listening to us, if you haven't gone, definitely make plans for next year. Like, uh, you can enter these contests. You can enter the Easter Bonnet. You can enter the uh, Foxy Mary. Or, as Rolando did in just two short weeks and went home with the (laughs) holy blessing of the the Lord, you're now Mr. Hunky Jesus 2018. Uh, Now, do they have you on a a whirlwind tour of uh, opening up um you know um bakeries and things such as that free beers 
I'm getting a he, lot of Are you free drunk beers. now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> After the show. Uh, I definitely have to say thanks to um, James, his uh, sister um, Beatrix Oppersleeve. Uh, I originally uh, met her on uh, Gurnbill. I've been going through San Francisco and Gurnbill uh, thanks to a friend. And we met there on three hours. Uh, it's an inn. And they were having the polar bear dive. And that's when I met the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence for the first time, and I was impressed. Yes, and now here you are, part of their like in circle as Mr. Hunky Jesus 2018. It's just an honor, and you know the good our portrait portrait that's been here for years and years. Now is always looking over us. It, it was last week it was over here. Now it's front and center, uh, and that is our glitter Jesus, and uh, he gives us good vibes and uh, now we have two Jesuses in the room and you know I mean God I'm feeling the holy 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 in me doubling down we're doubling <laughs> down on the Jesus we got the Jesus I've got the big Jesus in me now I've been tingly all over John are you blushing John is everything cool on your side there okay <laughs> we're good that you're good John's like what the fuck did I what is what is this <laughs> I love you John you you did we're going to get into <laughs> folks john isn't just randomly here he has a, a new hot project and i can't wait to actually play it i have it lined up so we're going to get in that in just a couple minutes first one uh i know jim you uh you have a busy itinerary so uh thank you for coming and uh, you have some things to talk about as well oh uh, yeah we have some we have a list no, of not you james oh sorry. jim Go ahead. there's so many james jims and james you just call me jimmy and then i'll stay jimmy. <laughs> we already get, we're going to get i what i want to do with you james in just a few minutes get into the repertoire uh this this schedule of um shows that you have at the community center but um jim you start okay well i i was happy to come tonight because uh this week this coming week we're premiering the new revamp website for the bay area reporter where i'm one of the three editors i edit the nightlife sex section and next week we're also announcing our annual bestie winners the reader survey uh, which thousands of people vote online and in print for their best restaurants, DJs. Hmm? Yes, uh, it's a vast food. list. It, uh, yeah, yeah. I, there's a lot of a lot of categories, about a uh, hundred categories, and about three thousand people vote. Um, and every year we throw a party. This year it's at Oasis on Friday, April thirteenth. All right. Um, and uh, it's not an award ceremony. There's no long speeches no trophies no la la land it's just a party the winners will be known uh, through the paper and we're letting some know and there'll be performances uh lee crow and ruby vixen will co-host fabulous yeah and uh jason brock will sing connie champagne will sing oh i love connie and jason yeah and oh, alex Uin and kingdom will perform though they usually close the show because they just break it down it, they blow it out so it'll be fun and there'll be drinks and food at, at oasis which um has been i'll just hint has been a multiple winner for several years since they opened yes they have one um it's a fabulous uh venue uh it has everything you want and a lot of uh, talent coming coming into it yeah perform. it's really comfortable for both parties and cocktail hours and shows of course they've done live shows and drag shows and i think it's really been a wonderful uh addition to the community it's really a new home for mm -hmm. diverse acts and touring acts too i mean charles bush performed there just a few weeks ago so um they support us but we also i also as a, as the nightlife editor support all people who send me their pr for their shows for their their nights and um i, I try to spell every drag queen name right but it's a challenge <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. You now you, well you're probably such a pro at it now. You've been doing this for some time. Yeah, we, well I've been with the BAR for since I moved here in 1992. I was an assistant editor and then when I freelanced I was a, a sports columnist for 10 years and then they asked me back to um, be an editor again and then we in 2010 we decided to start a little nightlife publication called Bar Tap. It was first, it was a monthly mini magazine. And then in 2014, we blended it into the paper as a third section, a weekly section. So I got uh, easier to do weekly events. And since then, we've just grown with uh, Facebook fans and uh, with uh, readers. And really work, I really work every week on getting a diverse array of events from all kinds of, and visualizing in the photos and the events uh, from bears to twinks to twunks to queens to faux kings and faux queens. I really, that's a mission that I have every week. If I don't go out every week, every night, because I do other things, um, but uh, it's really fun to, to see what's going on and to know what's going on mm-hmm. and to help share that with our readers. How has the uh, paper stayed uh, vital since 92 uh, to today now that are, uh, so much is digital? Uh, how have you stayed vital in today's changing way people read uh their sources. Well, like I said, we'll be um, revamping the whole website next week. It'll be uh, all SEO friendly, phone friendly, all that stuff, keywords, etc. We'll also have slideshows and videos and a lot more content. Um, so we're, we're excited about that. I think the main thing is that it's always been in a community newspaper since 1971 when it opened, when it started with Bob Ross and some other folks. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really been the main point is that we really stay local. We I get press releases all day and constantly I have to just go no sorry you're you know you're a touring band that's great if you're in town let me know but if if they're not coming here to the Bay Area we really prefer to focus on that on supporting acts that visit San Francisco and that are from San Francisco in mm-hmm. the Bay Area and Oakland too. I mean that's another thing too. Our one of our editor news editor in chief lives in Oakland with her partner and I always try to find East Bay events and and uh, San Jose events a little bit, but that's kind of outside of our readership. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of events, have you guys crossed paths yet uh, James, with James Driver of the Oakland uh, Community Center? It's brand new. I've been listing it since it opened and all the events, uh, but specific events, I always try to get those in as well. But yeah. ongoing events are great because you can say, hey, every Tuesday is... Hey, Mama's Drag. Hey, Mama's, Mama's Drag. We're cruising Duluth. Now, you know cruising Duluth, right? She's adorable. Isn't she wonderful? Yes. She's humongous. <laughs> a whole lot gigantic. of love. Gigantic. A whole lot of love coming out of her. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, James, when is that a cruising Duluth show coming up? Uh, we have. And hold your horses, folks. Get ready. We're doing it again. The city of San Francisco is getting this drum out. Roll? <laughs> oh, yeah. Might as well give me something. So, the city of San Francisco, the DEA, uh, what was it? Hazard hazardous waste management. They all they all said we can't stay in San Francisco anymore. So we moved the we picked up the band. We moved it to the uh, Club B and B in Oakland, and we will have with you the uh, annual Filth Queen of Eight Mamas Drag, April twenty first, eight p.m. Club B and B. All right. Bring bring bring. Uh, Bring uh, bring anything that will cover your Leftovers. head. There will be fluids. Things will happen. Take pictures, but you have plausible deniability. It's like a Gallica contest. Is there going to be like a watermelon? There will be fruit. Okay. There will be there will be fluids. You have to, you have to bring a tarp. To bring a tarp. <laughs> it's good. It's important. You don't want to slip. Not around these girls. Uh, also, uh, we have Wet and Wild Wednesdays. Also at Club B&B, held by a wonderful older queen, Viva Commotion. And she's like the fixture in Oakland. 
Oh. And uh, she's really she's really put me under her wing, and I really feel like uh, this is a real good chance for people to enjoy like good old school Oakland drag that you ain't seen before. We're we're bringing up we're we're, we're throwing off the duster. We're 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 bringing it back to what it used to be in the '80s. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm, which was I, what. Big, big hair, bigger hair. Oh well, we we're doing gospel. We're doing oh, gospel you're covers. Going to church? Okay. Yes, we're bringing it back to church. All right. Now, are you? Is she your drag mother? Because I see here next to your name, James, that you've slashed have, <laughs> as we all should in San Francisco, have a drag name uh, named Brandy Savage. Brandy Savage is an ongoing experiment. We're 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 hashing out the Brandy Savage experiment. It was actually started by. A, uh, and you would know her. It was actually started by Poyle Del Mar. Ah. Now, Poyle Del Mar is responsible <laughs> for this contrivacy that is the Brandy Savage experiment. When I, I, I was at the, uh, the Mascara, which is the uh, sober drag show by the Castro Country Club. Yes, that's an ongoing uh, show. The it's fabulous. It's fabulous twice. show. Love it. Come yeah. see it. Come see it. And uh, basically what happened was I spent all my money and I bought all this makeup and I did it once because it was on my bucket list. I was figured I was going to do it. I was going to get out of the way. And then a week later, somebody walked up to me and said, so when are you going to come up next? There is no next. But I kept coming up anyway. And so now I'm in it. I'm stuck. Might as well bury me in my wig. <laughs> and that's the way it goes, you know? Everyone needs to do drag at least once. Yeah. I mean, everyone of any gender, women who do drag king are amazing. I've learned a lot of things and I've been humbled. And one of the more humbling things is when you as a 40-year-old, 250-pound man walk into a, a store and ask for pantyhose and the Korean lady across the way from you says, a pantyhose for men? Yeah, for men. I'll take them. You have them? I'll take them. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that in Oakland that you went to? Because here I feel like they have definitely have seen that before. Yeah, it is kind of an Oakland phenomenon. All right. You yeah. learn more from wearing a dress for a day than from wearing a suit for a lifetime. Oh, girl, try to find some 14 heels. Try to find them. <laughs> try to find them. You foxy got a, lady. You, yeah, foxy lady. On mission. I, I think they might have closed, Jim. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm talking about old days. Oh, old days, yeah. It's going away. Um, um, we have craft stores still? There's still craft stores? There's one on Upper Hay, yeah. But they don't, it's not drag. It's like, you know, pipe cleaners and, and glue and stuff. I can do that. Okay. Well, one of my favorite events that I've covered and uh, uh, we list is our new col- monthly columnist, Juanita Moore, who has a wonderful house of uh, helpers and assistants. She does uh, drag transformations every month at the powerhouse called Power Blouse. Oh, I love the name. That's fabulous. And people like Raphael Mandelman and the prominent guys, men, usually men who, cis men who have never done drag as a character. That's the kind of the, the limitation. They get transformed on stage and then they do a lip sync number. And it's pretty amazing. Brontez Burnell was the last one I went to and he crowd surfed in drag. It, now that's oh, my wow. kind of drag. It was dangerous. The heels were f- literally yeah. flying. <laughs> yeah. I do a bit with a chainsaw. Oh, oh my. So. All right, Miss Brandy Savage. <laughs> that must be the Savage part of your name. Now we all, you know, I, I've always said this. If you've lived here in the city more than five years, we should have an alternative, you know, drag queen uh, persona. Uh, Jim, you've been here for some time. What is yours? Is Actually, back in New York, about a, blah, 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 years ago, when I worked at Outweek Magazine, I created a fictional nightclub nightlife gossip columnist called Grace Period. Yeah. And, and the joke was that every time I'd go to the Limelight or 54 or whatever not whatever club, I would say, oh, Grace can't make it, but I'm Jim. Can I get in? And I would go in and they all kind of knew it was an inside joke. 
Yeah, and it worked. And people gave me all kinds of gossip. I learned that you know Jeff Stryker had to get a special toilet because his appendage is too long. I learned who was doing Jean-Michel Basquiat was a painter then. He was alive, and I just got all this gossip, and I would share it through Grace. But I've never like been her in three dimension. Okay. Yeah, just in two dimension. I love it. Um, Rolando, have you you know experimented in drag? Uh, back in Puerto Rico, I have a friend. Uh, uh, he was going through his own transition, and he decided to use me as an experiment. And I showed the pictures to my sister, and my sister said, "Who's that ditch?" Female <laughs> dog. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of did that once, and but I haven't experimented you, again. What was your drag name? I didn't have any, but when I got here to San Francisco, the radical fairies kind of baptize me oh you got a fey name yeah now i have a fey name yeah, uh, i love oh my god what is it yeah that's <laughs> you hits when you approve of it that's the fey thing rory malaria okay all right i feel that yeah miss Mar- malaria mm-hmm. malaria yeah malaria malaria <laughs> uh, okay that's John. you hear the mics coming around you have you ever experimented in drag you're so burly it's hard to imagine but i um, you know who knows uh, once when I was in college. Oh yeah, and what yeah. what name did you go by down back? Uh, in the I I don't. Re- this was like what twenty years ago. Um, I don't recall having a name, mm-hmm. but um, I had long hair at the time, and a friend did my own hair up in a perm. <laughs> so it was, it was kind of funny, but uh, like a kinky perm. Uh, well, just up, you know, up. like back combed. So I have big hair. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I bet it looked. But that great. was the one and only time. It was fun though. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yes, I've never done drag. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Well, this is fun. Uh, um, uh, we have so much to talk about, but the show is getting on. I want to like uh, instill some music into our House of Pride radio. And uh, one person to do that sitting here with us right now. Welcome back. It's been a while. Uh, the one and only John Lepage, uh, producer, DJ, Rick, remixer, uh, Hey, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's uh, good to be back producing music. You know, I took uh, a couple years off. I think I yeah I got a little burnt out and needed to take a break. Um, and now you're back. And now I'm back. Yeah. And you still have your label? Uh, d- no, I don't. I oh, don't. okay. I haven't released anything on the label in a few years. Um, but I've been doing remix work for other artists and. Uh, that's being released on other labels. And you have a new one right now, and I think I have it lined up. Can you tell us a little about it? Uh, so it's um, it's uh, a remix of Sweet Disposition by The Temper Trap. Uh, the original came out about 10 years ago. And at the time, there were um, two good mixes. There was uh, a more down-tempo, really gorgeous, beautiful mix, but it wasn't peak hour. And then there was like a high energy uh, EDM type mix, mm-hmm. but there was really no peak hour kind of gay circuity type mix. And so when I approached this mix, that's kind of what I had in mind. Awesome. The the uh, Tempered Trap. They sound familiar to me. Tell me tell me a little bit about that group. Uh, you, honestly, other than this particular song, I'm not that familiar with them. Well, let's have a listen and. Uh, feel the groove are you guys ready oh yeah Yeah. all right here we go this is sweet disposition the john lepage club mix from the tempered trap
Wow, that's a great song, folks. That's Sweet Disposition, the John LaPage Club Mix from Temper Trap. Awesome job. Wow. Now, is that on the charts? Well, it's on the Hype Edit uh, chart right now. I think it just hit number 20. Congratulations. No, thank you. Um, so, uh, I, I mean, I did it for me. I didn't do it for the label. It's kind of a private mix. Um, this is great. You're getting back into it. You're such a good remixer. You've rec- so who are some of the uh, artists that you've remixed that you you know that were really like highlights of your remixing career? Uh, I mean, I th- I think I did four records with Debbie Holiday. So Debbie Holiday's um, who I worked with the most. Uh, I also uh, worked with. Um, uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Madonna's backup singer. Okay. Um, from the I can't remember. Jim, tour. do you know who that is? Sorry. Okay. I saw her a long time ago. I don't know um, backup dancers. But anyways, anyways folks listening to us, you're not only a, a remixer producer, you're also a, a DJ and you have some hot gigs coming up. Tell us. So I'm going to be spinning at The Lookout. Um, I love spinning there. And it's uh, I'm playing there next May 5th. And then I'm spinning at the Eagle in L.A. on uh, May 26th, which is Memorial Day weekend. Um, I'm doing a DILF party. Uh, it's a, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the DILF party. Yes. Jim is. I qualify. I think Rolando wants to be familiar with it. I'm interested in that. Tell, yes. tell me about it. Uh, Joe, Joe Whitaker is a, is a promoter. He's out of San Diego, but he does them all over the country, and we're trying to uh, finalize a, a date for that. Um, and then I'm also doing is another. Is it like a kinky thing? What's going on? Uh, well, that's the theme, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess Jim's Dil- like Dils eyes lit like up, and I just like I just realized. Right. And Joe Whitaker <laughs> is a major hot Dilf, the promoter. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. So he smokes cigars. He looks pretty hot. So um, lots of sensible shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, and then I have a. Uh, I can't really uh, announce uh, this yet because it hasn't been okay. it hasn't been officially announced. But I'm doing a big uh, out of town gig on uh, June 1st, uh, which I'm really excited about. Awesome! So you're back in the mix. Yes. Uh, yeah. Just uh, like I mentioned, I'm I'm trying to uh, keep it a little bit more restrained this time uh, and not do qu- quite as many gigs as I uh, was doing previously, where I uh, caused me to get a little bit burnt out. Well, now your new uh, remix, "Sweet Disposition," it, um, um, it's on SoundCloud. Uh, it's called "Sweet Disposition," the John Lepage Club mix, and it, look at all these hits. It's, it's already over a thousand. Uh, where can folks go to? Uh, can they buy this uh, mix or download? Uh, they it? can download it for free off my SoundCloud page. How generous of you! Yeah, so SoundCloud, uh, John LePage, just John Lepage uh, on SoundCloud. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Listeners, go now and get your copy. Um, thank you so much for coming in uh, today and joining us. Uh, it's been a long time. It's great to have you back. Thanks for having me. Um, and uh, uh, we, we're going to go around the room a little bit. Uh, Jim, you wanted to um, let's uh, let's touch base again where folks can come. There's no charge to come to the uh, yes the Bestie best, Awards, the eighth annual Besties at Oasis on Friday. April 13th. Notice I don't say Friday the 13th. <laughs> With uh, Lee Crow, Ruby Vixen, uh, Jason Brock, Connie Champagne, and a host of a, and a little surprise drag sketch as well. Um, uh, but there'll be lots of fun. Sit down seats for folks who want it and hang out in the back for others who like to schmooze. And complimentary cake. 
Hopefully. Not, I'm not, oh, not, not going to confirm the menu. It was last year. 6 to 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah, oh, and DJ, uh, Juanita Moore is doing the opening DJ set. And, oh, great. She's and fabulous. St- the legendary Steve Fabus is doing our closing oh, set. Oh, Steve Cobang. Yes. Cobang. He's been here a few times. and his uh, Yeah, they uh, Steve Fabus and Sergio do their... Go bang! That's actually coming up. So With Joe, Joe Prince at the yeah. stud every month. Yes. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So, folks, you can go there to Oasis. You know, everyone loves Oasis. So come and uh, celebrate with uh, the Bay Area Reporter. Yeah, and you can check out the new website at ebar.com uh, next week. Awesome. Thank you for coming back. It's always great to see you. Thank you. you. And uh, Mr. Hunky Jesus uh, and artist Rolando. Uh, how do you say your full name again? Uh, Rolando Raxo Science. Uh, Rolando Science. Uh, my website also is raxoscience.com. Mm-hmm. And you can see, you know, all my art there. Yes. Which is figurative oil and acrylic mostly. Yeah, mostly. Um, I uh, I used to focus a lot on figurative painting. I consider myself more of a Flemish artist in a modern world. Mm-hmm. And I've been kind of mixing and, you know, touching base with technology and mixing it up with, um, you know, with the traditional mediums. Uh, but in Puerto Rico, you know, this, the same thing that you saw uh, on Sunday, it's the same thing that I try to do in Puerto Rico. You know, I used to work my art to to the right purpose. You know, try to send the message clear. Uh, there's a lot of fighting going on with our local local government back in Puerto Rico. You know, it's not just Congress here in the states. We, you know, shit rolls downhill. So we receive like the worst of the worst back in the island. And you know, uh, regarding my work, I like to point out that I try to do as as political statement as I can, you know, just to be able to send the message clear for the people. So we can see your work there. I see that you guys have pulled it up. It's amazing. Oh, wow. And what's the website again? One more time, please. Raxo, R-A-C-S-O, science, S-A-E-N-C, dot com. Fabulous. Um, wow, thank you for coming. I, I would love to have you come on back sometime, just to keep coming back anytime. All right, last but not least, we have the events chairman at the brand new Oakland LGBTQ Center in Still Oakland. got that new car smell. Yes, James <laughs> Driver slash Brandy Savage. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, every... Every third, <laughs> was it? Every second, every second, every second Saturday, we have the uh, Eight Mamas Drag Show at the Oakland LGBTQ Center. Uh, all right, all right, move on. That bitch has been PR'd all day here on this show. That's enough cruising. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, you know, I'm going to beat that old dead horse. No button, no button. Uh, we also have uh, at BNB Wet n' Wild every Wednesday, Viva Commotion, and Divas Unleashed. That means we take the leashes off the divas and we let them out into the crowd. That could be dangerous. You know, people get bit, but you know, the mouth of a drag queen is cleaner than the mouth of a dog. Get your shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By how much, though? <laughs> it's been everywhere. It's been everywhere. That sounds, and now, that sounds like a great show, actually. That's on, um, what is that, the, uh, the Wednesdays, did you say? Yeah, every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. So, how is, the, generally, how is, uh, the participation at the center is, 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 is you know, resonating well over there? Well, when I first started it, when I first started it, I wanted to model it after mascara, where mm-hmm. I wanted it to be a small thing, a small room, you know. That's where that's what good drag is, usually for me. It's a dark room with one spotlight, and you can sit there and you can't run out of the room, and you have to participate, and you have to clap. 
Yeah, you're like, and you take whatever you're given, and you get a smile. <laughs> and sometimes you throw the dollar just to make the queen run away from you. Mm-hmm. And uh, people, people love it, and people are supporting Such it. Such high benchmarks over there. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to lowball it in order to get where you need to go. I <laughs> have you guys gotten there yet? Not yet, but we're getting there. People know that we're there, and this is uh, one of the best ways of doing it: is putting it out there. Now, as a whole, is the community really is the community um, res- the community center resonating with the community? The, the community center the community center has been really embraced by the community. They, the fact that we opened the doors brought us in. Uh, every time we have a, a volunteer uh, open house. And that's where we put in the people that want to come and volunteer with us. I think we had to close the door because it was like 2,000 people just showed showed up. That's so fabulous. That's amazing. The 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 uh, the want to be a part of it is there. Uh, we're just filling slots right now. And uh, it used to be that uh, we had just one or two rooms, and then the people that had the lease next to us, they 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 got kicked out of the place, and I think our rent went up to like ten thousand dollars. How did you guys sustain the financing to, you know, make it a full-time thing? Grant writing. All right. People were people wanted to write grants for us. That was a big thing for us. And the other half was the stuff that I did, which I didn't think I had anything to offer other than my free time. And I told them, well, I know a couple of drag queens, and we could throw a show. And we've been throwing these shows, and now it's getting bigger and bigger where we have a Christmas show and... Uh, in the summer, we will have some open door barbecues. Oh, so all right. Come on down, folks. It's an Oakland backyard barbecue mm-hmm. for the LGBT community. We want you to be there. Secrets in the sauce. Please come down. Uh, uh, check the website, OaklandLGBTQCenter.org, and uh, details will be made available. Fabulous. I am so happy for the success over there. Um, and thank you, guests, for coming today on the House of Pride show. Let's uh, go out with uh, more of uh, John LaPage's remix of Sweet Disposition. Uh, again, you can just go to his SoundCloud page to download it for free. Thank you, John. Um, all right, everyone, here we go. And come back, folks, listening to us next Wednesday. House of Pride, San Francisco.
heartily sorry for having offended thee, and I detest all my sins, because I dread the loss of heaven and the pain of hell, but most of all because I love thee, and I want so badly to be good. understand for you it's all about the rating let's go pillage you say but we never spent any time working on building our clan oh come on we need to build a good amount of gold before we can think about putting a down payment on that clan hall that's always your excuse i'm done i'm logging off Rose disconnects from the server and pushes back from her keyboard jack turns around on his uh, swivel chair behind her Uh, my line. Oh, uh, what the hell, Rose? What? 
I'm done investing time in that relationship. Oh, fine. World of Warcraft is old anyway. Wait, what are you doing? Rose puts on her VR headset. I'm logging on to VR Second Life. Uh, Jack puts on his VR headset also. VR Jack, I'm leaving you. What? Why? All you ever want to do is have VR sex. So? I need something more. Is this about that VR house you keep bugging me for? What if it is? I told you, I can't afford the Bitcoin. Goodbye, Jack. George, welcome to the FTW show with your pals, George and Steve. How you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in there, man. You know, far out. Oh, weekend, huh? Yeah. Yeah, what a weekend. Ooh, weekend painted it green for you and for me, but in different ways, right? I would think so, yes. <laughs> George was lucky enough to work uh, all weekend, uh, yeah. which means a nice little paycheck for him. And yeah, I was threw, lucky uh, enough to... Uh, two hours overtime at me on a Thursday as well, so it's double time, <laughs> double time weekend, baby. Heck Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you, Angel Man. Um, yeah, he might right be coming on, on the show tonight, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you never know. The wheelie king himself. He said, what are, what are we going to do, George? I said, well, Steve's going to be there, too. He's all, oh, fuck that. <laughs> Just like oh, everybody else. Well, didn't he? Everybody I know says that shit to me. <laughs> Why are you hang out with that guy? I can't picture that. So I don't hang out with him. We just spent two hours together on a Monday night. And that's it. That's kind of our whole friendship. Until <laughs> <laughs> some asshole with a green beard comes up and tries to hug you in the middle of fucking public. What's up, bro? <laughs> just like you, I got a green beard. Where's my green bearded brother? <laughs> See, I walked in a little St. Paddy's Day parade weekend uh, and wore a green beard as well as a lovely green, well, hat. What else did I have? Oh, a green shirt on. Yeah. It was a painted beard. Okay, spray paint, yeah. I looked like Astro turf those I got, I got that from more than one person look more like fungus to me they thought it was impeccable it's like probably algae. the best ever it was like algae well yeah, it was too. so good they said why is Steve trying to fill in for you with the beard man what's that all about 
I said, sorry, guys. I got to work, and I had to shave, so I don't have a beard. I've got barely any face stubble right now. It's true. Truth. Truth. It's true. He's not lying this time. So welcome to FTW on uh, the Mutiny Radio Station. Uh, uh, March 19th show, if you'd like to call in. San Francisco, California. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're down the mission. We're on 21st in Florida. You're more than welcome to come down and visit, say hey, hang out, do your thing, do our thing. Do what you want to do. We won't tell you who do, to. Do, do, do what you want to do. Knock it to. <coughs> I got that song on here somewhere. No way. Tonight show? No, do what you want to do. It's oh. Calvin, Calvin Harris, I believe. It's kind of kind of dance music. I can't tell you. Uh, yeah, George does the music on our show, and I do a little thing called The Race Report, and we talk motorcycles, because we are Forever Two Wheels. If you would like to call in, call us at 415-550-0511. That number again, 65... No, no, you meant 415-550-0511. It would be fun, like, giving them a different phone number every time, wouldn't it? Yeah, sure. It would probably cut down the phone calls other than Gail coming in. Calling in, yeah. Wouldn't she be a great interview? You know, Gail, you hardly seem crazy at all. How about some government conspiracies and who are they trying to kill this week? <laughs> uh, she's fucking great. <laughs> if For those that don't know, Gail calls in from time to time and uh, is generally pretty far out of her mind. Kind of deep space is oh, where Gail's a, at. That's a different do what you want to do. She's having oh, some oh, issues. Oh, <laughs> kind of like George's music choices. <laughs> yeah. So any motorcycle this weekend, George? You ride to work? Or, um, uh, yeah, I rode the Harley on yesterday. Yeah? Yesterday and today, yeah. Because it was raining on Saturday, man. It was coming down pretty good. I didn't get, get a drop of rain on me during the parade. I managed to dodge it. Did that's, it rain in the morning or something? Because I didn't see that myself. Um, it was wet. Oh. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Saturday. Your first day of double time. I don't remember, dude. You know how the things go. Just do what you want to do. It is not. <laughs> wow. Right, what's he say right there? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Technically, never, you're right, but it's not the one I Never doubt me again. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Jackass. <laughs> So I did get a, I got an interesting call from my buddy on a Saturday. Do tell. He said, uh, "So yeah, with this Ranchero thing, I want out. He wants out of the program. So the program was that he was going to donate the fucking the engine and the transmission. We we're going to slap it in together. We we're going to sell it and split the money. All right. I showed I showed up with the truck. He had the engine trans. So so we go. Boom boom. Kick the engine out. Um, all of a sudden, things got, yeah. He, well, I'm sure he's having troubles with the house and stuff, and he doesn't want that piece of shit sitting in his fucking driveway all this time. And I've been busy for the last week, so I haven't had a chance to get out there, and he's fucking, he's like, yeah, so I want out on this on this deal, um, but I'll sell you the engine transmission for 600 bucks. Oh, that's not a bad deal. I was like, okay, I'll try to work the money up, you know? And then he called me back like a half hour later, and I didn't answer, but he left me a message that, oh, yeah, you're going to need the exhaust, too, so that's going to be another four bills. <laughs> like, okay. Is he a regular listener to the show? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's a good dude. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's just turning into more of a mess than I kind of expected, so we'll see how that goes. Wow. Maybe you should get a hold of uh, Matt uh, Kettleworth. We'll call him Matt Kettleworth, uh, the, the guy that I know that had a rancheroo that... Unfortunately, got wrecked on the way to work one day. You should call him and tell him to come pick this thing up. I don't have his phone number. I did try to get it from Bill. Uh, what's his name? The other night, but uh, he did not have it. He did not know the man. Well, that's how it goes. So, it is what it is. 
But yeah, I got to ride the bike. Dude, it was like yesterday was cold. It was yesterday? Did it rain yesterday? It, uh, I don't believe it did. I really get out too much yesterday. Big recovery day yesterday. I think I did ride the bike yesterday and today. I don't think I rode it on Saturday. That's right, I didn't. It cost me 20 bucks to park in that open lot. Ah. Chump change, right? Sure. For my pal George, that's just chump change. That's how he rolls. He's big. It's 10 minutes of work on a double time day. <laughs> don't brag to the kids at home, George. That's a lot of money, dude. That's fucking a lot of work, dude. There's some bullshit fucking big, dude. It wasn't too bad, and then I ran into one of my one of the guys at work, and he's like, oh, dude, I park over here on the side. The fucking meters don't work on Saturdays. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, really? I don't even know about that one. Fuck. That's a good deal. Uh, the one over, what, not Folsom and 3rd? Yeah, Folsom and 3rd. That place is usually, what, 14 bucks on the weekends, I thought? The place underneath the Thai restaurant? There's that one, and then there's one across the street. Uh, or is that the Thai restaurant? The outdoor. Where, the, the outdoor. Where the Go indoor. Dog Go used to be, wherever it was. Or Hot Dog, or we have the fucking... What Up Dog? What Up Dog, that it. That's it. That's still there. That building? Yeah, that place has a parking garage in it. It does, yeah, but the parking garage sucks. Oh, well, I didn't say it wasn't trick without its tricks. I do the one across the street. I've done that one, but they make you stay until 3 o'clock Monday through Friday. So there's that little caveat you got to be aware of when... Yeah, if you're doing the... Uh, if you're out early one day, you get to go watch a movie or pay 30 bucks versus 14 or whatever it is. Yeah, so that freaking thing. So I, I stayed there, what was it, Thursday night or Friday night? Thursday night. I parked in Thursday. I parked in there. 14 bucks, early bird special, you know, got out late. No problem. It's a little bit late. I got to go feed the dog, so I'm kind of in a rush, you know, because I don't like leaving my dog without food. That's always a humanitarian thing. I work thing. late. It's like, because I'm the only one home, so... So I... Uh, so I'm, I'm in a bit of a rush. I go and pay my, uh, go to pay my, pay my bill because I got that automatic machine there. At that time, there's nobody else there, so I pay it. Stick my credit card in, approved. Hit the button for the receipt. Receipt comes out. My credit card comes out, and no ticket. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now what? Uh oh. So there's an assistance button. I call the assistance, and the thing's ringing, and the person answers, and they're like, "Hi, how can I help you?" And then the machine spits out my card, right? So I'm like, well. It, it was it was it held about on my uh, on my card and now it's spitting it out so that should be good, no problem right? So hop in the truck, drive up, stick it in the machine, no good. Uh oh. You still owe money. Yes. So I go back to the machine. I stuck it in reverse and backed out of there before the car got behind me, and uh, whipped it into a spot jam over there. Call assistance. They're like, well, you're probably gonna have to pay it, right? So I'm like, okay. So I stuck the credit card in, paid it again. So I paid twice. So you got to pay twice. Yeah, and what, I went, late and I talked to the manager on Friday. No, because it didn't accept the first one. But I had a credit. I had a receipt that said that I paid it, and the other receipts that I paid it, and it was like within three minutes of each other. So right? <sighs> what a money maker that is for them, huh? So I talked to the manager the next day, and he's like, "Well, it's going to take eight to ten weeks to get your refund because we got to send it to fucking blah blah." What? blah. I'm like, "Well, what?" I'm like, let's work something out here, buddy. What time do you get off at? <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Can you just let me out the gate when I park here one day? <laughs> <laughs> something, right? Just throw me a bone, bro. So he's uh, so he wasn't there this weekend, and then I rode the motorcycle today, so I didn't see him. So tomorrow's raining. It's supposed to rain in the afternoon, the evening. Hmm. So I was probably going to drive that. Th but that place closes at a certain time, too. 
Yes, it does. I've had it where I had to sneak in behind somebody going in the garage and they were like calling the police over. And I'm like, hey, I just got off work. It's 1130 at night. My car's parked downstairs. I'm out of here. They're like, we're going to call the police. I'm like, well, you go right ahead because I'm going to leave because I'm tired. <laughs> I just did a 28 hour day or whatever it was. It was fucking insane. Yeah. One of those insane day show, you know, crazy days, 16, 18 hour day, you know. Anyway, enough about work. Lots of motorcycle racing in the last week. Lots I heard. of good times there. It was just craziness at Daytona. Bubba Blackwell did his job. Wait till you hear about that one, George. I can't wait. I know, right? I uh, I saw what did I what was I reading up on this weekend? Oh, yesterday I found an article on uh, SB. I forget what the state. Two forty-eight or nine or something. No, like it's that? it's up there. It's like ten forty-nine or twenty forty-nine or something like that. So it has to do with uh, with drug tests in the state of California. So yeah. they're saying that if they require you to have a urine test and you're a medical patient with a with a active card, it shouldn't shouldn't make a difference. Because if you go drinking on your time off, it doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as you're. Uh... As long as you're, you know, sober within the last eight hours. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, that was always my bitch about it was, why don't they test what I've done in the last eight hours? You know, they're able to do that with a lip balm test or, you know, swab, whatever they call it. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly, yeah. yeah. They, they readjusted this mic. She keeps pushing it further and further away from me, which is fine, but... uh I can't work the buttons and talk into the mic at the same time. <laughs> it is tricky. He fading in and out. Yeah, well, it's not in front of me, and the board is. Maybe you need one of those microphones that hangs from overhead. Maybe like you should shut the, the fuck up. The <laughs> And that's not a maybe, really. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow. I love our Mondays together. <laughs> it's quality oh, time. Man. It really is. Yeah, it was just a long day. Uh, I've been a little nippy lately. I've been a... Uh, I wasn't happy yesterday. Work but I'm doing much better today. Work will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, else, what else did I do this weekend, man? Jeez, I was, I was running around with my head chopped off with work, which was kind of crazy. But then uh, I didn't get a chance to go by and see mom. I didn't get a chance to work on the truck. I did ride the bike out and about a little bit. But that was just going point A to point B kind of things, you know. Yep. I took it out for a rip on Friday night. Because it was dry out, and I just kind of bombed around Lake Merced, and I think I stopped at stopped at Home Depot, just made an excuse to go out there and grab something, and then put it around the lake, and went up, went out towards the Great Highway. And there you just, go, go see some ocean for a minute. Yeah, it was night, it was dark, so yeah. And I was in a rush to get home to make my lunch so I could go to sleep. There you have it. Yeah. Yeah, my big weekend was pretty much the parade and staggering through that and recovering from that. So it was a good sized parade, man. Because I went up good. there, I went up to Market Street at 12 p.m. at lunchtime. I jammed up there. Um, I didn't see you guys, and I saw like the second group in the in the parade going by. So I walked down Market to Second Street, hooked a right, followed that all the way out past Folsom is where you guys were, and you guys hadn't even started yet. That's correct. It went off late this year. It was almost, I think it was like noon before it went off. For you guys, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I mean, there was time to go get mimosas and uh, bloody whatever the hell they are. It, I don't started, this like, nasty it thing. must start around 1130, because for them to get from down there to 4th Street, wouldn't have taken... What time did we see you there, 1230 or 1? Um, it was 1230-ish, a little after that, because I was heading back to work. And I uh, didn't realize, too, because I, I could see Moscone from where you guys were standing. 
Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah. I could have easily just walked up the block and spent the whole time there. But instead, I did the walk because I thought you guys... Because last year, we were like the second ones in the parade. So I was like, oh. I didn't want to miss you. Yeah. Because I thought, well, if I run into him up there, then I can walk with him for a few blocks and then I'll just kick, kick rocks, you know? Yep. I got to walk with everybody for a half block and I had to hang left. Half block's better than none, George. <laughs> Too bad I wasn't leading Take the Take what band. you can get. I pulled a Bluto Bukowski, right? <laughs> <laughs> I led the band right into a fucking alley, dead end alley and marched them into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that scene in forever. <laughs> and all the horn players followed right by. That wasn't even, that wasn't even John Belushi. That was like that, that squirrely looking dude. He was wearing like a bathrobe and fucking <laughs> What you're supposed to do, you fucking moron. It was that guy. The that guy, guy. From, the guy from Texas. He was great. <laughs> Very funny man in real life, as I recall, too. What, what little I've read on him. I think he's passed away by now. Who knows, man? But, uh, yeah, good shit. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to say so.
was like a drug in that this was chemistry but with these chemicals then how is this good for me her life gets better she bred her mangoes out of his head like birds of a feather so we bled let's go together and she said so what's the altitude i said it's out of sight what's with the attitude and she said it's all right so what's the altitude i said it's out of sight what's with the attitude and she said it's all right she said let's get away now let's go down by the bay she turned her hand my way now watch out what you say now now the things you've been through make it seem like nothing could ever really last forever but if you try girl we can do some things she gave me headphones said have you heard this sound i think i've heard this one is totally underground i wouldn't let her go then she wouldn't let me go just ask the neighbors man it's unbelievable i played the morning rising she played the setting sun she said she couldn't stay when her night is just begun so what's the altitude i said it's out of sight what's with the attitude and she said it's all right so what's the altitude i said it's out of sight without abandon we dance we party all night We made the perfect day when we played the night sun She said she couldn't stay when her night had just begun She wanted me to know what she didn't know herself Said I was one of my lovers, hey now that's something else We played a vocal mission to play the cosmic sky How can we make the distance, you've always known my eye We're letting people know what, what we now know ourselves That we are one among hey others, now. hey now that's something else She gave me headphones, said have you heard this sound You know I've heard this one girl, let's get out of town This love is like a drug and we bonded chemically We're letting you know better, living through chemistry
Hey, we're back. Yes, we are. Just the two of us, though. <laughs> just you and me, myself and I. Yeah. Yep. That's just the four of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, George, uh, Uber has halted all self-driving vehicles in its fleet after a woman uh, in Ooh. Arizona died after being hit Sunday night. Uber? Uber had oh. was testing their vehicles in Arizona. Uh, she died after being hit Sunday night. Uh, Elaine Herzberg, 49 years old, was walking her bicycle across was, a was, Ford. Was there anybody in the car? Uh, yes, there was a backup safety driver, apparently. He that did worries not. me with, with AI. Maybe it could, like... T- Talk to the car and like just send it on his killing spree. <laughs> you don't think about that shit? Seriously? I hadn't taken it to that if, level. I mean, why not drones? The whole fleet just drones. Went, went like headhunting, just going after people. <laughs> they got fucking those those cameras on the dashes, right? It's all on the computer, man. It's true. It wouldn't be that hard for the, the figure. Actually, I it's might true. Have, with machine guns and lasers. Now they know I know about it. I'm in trouble. <laughs> you heard it here first. As usual, the FTW, a scoop. A scoop. Uh, so Elaine Herzberg was struck at 40 miles per hour on a four-lane street and died at the hospital. A short while later, the Volvo XC90 SUV was operated with software not of Volvo's manufacturer. So um, just last week, Uber and Waymo urged Congress to pass sweeping legislation to speed introduction of self-driving vehicles how about that one huh yeah how about that i'm sorry i wasn't paying attention what'd you say a <laughs> <laughs> boy george everything yeah, do with that ai thing i was thinking about it's like being here alone sometimes honestly i don't know but if you seriously think about it all these electric cars are coming out they're all computer driven they all got wi-fi it could easily hack into those things and like fuck somebody up it's they could send all kinds of fucked up shit from Amazon to your house. Oh, you're back on the whole... Uh... They do all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> uh, well, in the meantime, back in reality, George... Uh, yeah, keep it up, little man. It is an issue that's being brought in front of Congress, because we do need to address this, because, I mean, once it starts knocking people off motorcycles or, you know, pedestrians, or you just got nailed, right? Maybe they should give them the, the bike lane. The bike lane. We yeah. Just Uber and uh, drone cars only? Yeah. Yeah. It seems fair. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, hey, the bicycles aren't paying for that fucking that lane. They don't deserve it. No, I agree with you there. They're, they, be, they're a special breed right so there. so much easier. All those lanes could now become like pickup lanes, and you wouldn't have to worry about it because you know Uber would be over there like picking people up. Yeah. Done deal. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Back to music. <laughs> Holy hey, there's shit. a big fire uh, in North Beach, right? This weekend, um, that got that got all the news. In Soma, they had a fire, and a man was found dead in an adult bookstore. Uh, fucking strange, right? And the owners of the place are like, "We well, don't know how he got there." What? Kind of weird. They found a dead body in a small fire. Like, there's a big North Beach fire this weekend. Are you aware of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fire department's getting a bunch of crap for their response to it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They had a smaller fire over on, I think it was 111 6th Street. So it's that first block of between Mission and Howard. No, second one. That whole block of 6th Street is. That whole whole corridor is just crazy. Fun. I think people are even worse there than they are on the Tenderloin. It's like you, you get kicked out of the Tenderloin, you go to 6th Street. Dude, it is weird, sketchy. <laughs> it doesn't smell as bad as a tenderloin, though. Yeah, very, very exciting stuff down there. Uh, so what else you got, George? Speaking of explosions. <laughs> <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> I got fuck all, dude. I've been working, man. 
Uh, we're not talking about work, so there you go. Gotcha. Oh, I did, cooked, uh, wait a minute, you the, talked to one of the guys. For the, that, for the union meeting, I cooked all that fucking meat. That was cool. I did oh, that yes, last you week. did. I did have some of that. 200 that pounds good. of corned beef and slathered it with a mustard sauce. It was delicious. Ooh. I'm, I'm a little backed up, man. I ate too much meat. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't bring any tonight. <laughs> if anybody's got a solution, please uh, call in. Talk Yogurt. To, talk to Steve. Yogurt, eat healthy. Yeah. Really really At number 415 Tell Steve what I need to do. He's the only one that can comfort me. <laughs> it can hold your hand, George. Whatever. Mm, I especially enjoyed that one. Let's see what's next. <laughs>
Hey. There you go. Hey, I'm back. Hey. <laughs> Somehow my mic got all the way on the other side of the room, dude. That was crazy. Wow. What I didn't a turn night. on the wrong one. <laughs> so that was uh, Corrosion of Conformity, uh, King of Rot. King of Rot. What's that sound? You hear it? There is background music going. <clears throat> there, you killed it. Huh. That's weird. Way to go, George. That wasn't you, was it? No, I have nothing going on. <laughs> oh, slap you. No sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great to see you, too. Jesus. <laughs> well, you got to realize. You, fire. You might not remember seeing me at the at the parade, but I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember only fond remembrances. <laughs> Dude, you were so hammered. I was hammered. I dipped into the whiskey early. That was the dangerous <sighs> part. But I managed to have a good time. It all worked out really well. Found some really fun people to run with. For yeah. Time. What time did you cut out at? Uh, what the parade? I think it started around noon, and we were done by two, two thirty. What? No. What time did you start drinking? And what time did you go? Home? Oh, what time did I start drinking? I got down there probably about ten, and uh, yeah, a few beverages then. That's a good time, right? You, know? you didn't drink before you left the house. No. No, I had to dye the green, the beard, and that was enough of a dye. Half high. Dye. They have the spray paint shit that I picked up at the store last year, and uh, I used it again. And wow, it was just like the huffing high I got last year from the shit. It was fucking wicked <laughs> in the bathroom. I was afraid to turn on the fan; it's gonna blow up, you know. But yeah, anyway, it all worked. I, I, I out. get it, dude. <laughs> no, usually when I do my beard, it's like I bleach my beard, and like you got that fucking ammonia shit right right above your lip. It's, it's hard not to breathe it. Uh. So I usually get like straws and I like, keep my mouth shut. And I, chew, and, I put, <laughs> <laughs> and I try to plug my nose or something. You if know, only like, we had oh, a dude, camera. It's like smelling salts. You're awake. <laughs> I bet you are. That sucks. It's fucking rough, dude. Uh, that's brutal. Yeah, no matter how you do that, you get some up your nose. Uh, yeah. And then when, when it starts burning, you got to wait 10 more minutes and then, then you rinse it off. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's a little too much dedication for me. I'll stick with the spray paint or whatever it was. And yeah. That's why last, the last few years, I, I didn't shave it off like the next day or anything. I kept it for like a couple of weeks. And people were like, when are you going to shave that off? And it's like, well, I burned my skin underneath the thing. So I don't want to like expose like scabs on my face and shit. 